Welcome to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Hello and now welcome to episode 163 of the Rotten Views podcast, but you guys already know that. Unless you have this on autoplay, and if you do, if you have it on auto-download into your playlist, I appreciate that so, so much. That way you guys don't have to go look for the new episodes each and every week. But if you are looking this podcast up randomly and you decide to pick it because you found this Street Trash episode, I appreciate it. Thank you. If this is your first time ever listening to the Rotten Views podcast, make sure to check me out on all social media accounts at Typhonstein. The links will be down below. But the main thing we are on is Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on Threads. We are on TikTok. But the main thing that we push the most is the YouTube channel where you can see the weekly gaming video that comes out every single Wednesday. We have various short videos that come out. We have other gameplay videos that come out. We have some new content that's going to be coming out in the next two weeks by the time I get done editing everything. And we have shorts. We have lots of shorts coming out all the time. Because I am pumping out artwork like crazy right now. Because it's October and I'm silly because I decided to do two uh, daily uh, art pieces for the whole month of October. Most people just do one you know, subject for Inktober. I do my own uh, Sketchoween as the one where I draw various horror movies on little post-it notes because uh, I thought it would be kind of interesting and neat and you know, I started a couple years ago and I just keep doing it and I just think it's a fun little exercise. And then I wanted to do something different this time around so I decided to pick various characters or scenes from various episodes of Treehouse of Horror, you know, the Simpson Halloween specials, and I've been drawing single shots of those as well, and they've been going up on Instagram, Facebook. I, I keep forgetting to update threads and t- Twitter, to be honest with you, or X, whatever you want to call it, uh, because I, you know, I'm horrible at posting on social media. I, I know that for a fact. I, I really got to get better at it. It's just, it's so time consuming with everything else, but we will get better at it. And of course, Aside from all that stuff, I also do the Lunchbox Art Surprise series for my daughter, where I do a single drawing. I sneak in at her lunch, and she sees it once she's at school. Hopefully, most of the time, the drawing makes it back home slightly in one piece, more or less than not. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a fun little series I've been doing for the last two, two years, uh, two and a half years. So that's pretty fun. And I also do it while she's at, like, summer camp and all that kind of stuff. So, it's a lot of drawings. A lot of daily drawings. And I, I feel like I'm improving as an artist. I, I love drawing cartoons. Just, I, I, I like drawing portraits. They're fun and all. But cartoons is where it is really at for me. I just, it's so much more relaxing. Less stress. You know, sure, there's more simplistic lines. And you can easily screw those up. But you can screw up a portrait nonetheless. It's just a little bit easier to kind of hide it in a portrait, I feel. But nonetheless, enough of that. You guys are here to listen to me talk about one certain thing. And I don't know why, if this is your first episode, if you're coming for your street trash. But I appreciate it nonetheless. 
So let's get a little bit of rundown on this movie. Um, as always, I say in every episode, um, if you guys don't want to be spoiled, feel free to go pause this movie. Uh, this movie is from 1987, though. So if you don't want to be spoiled or worried about being spoiled, you know, come on now. It's, it's old. You had your chance to watch it. So just listen to me talk about it. It's fine. We're going to be talking about it from the beginning, the middle, and the end. We're going to hit all the points in between. This movie is from 1987. Like I said, it's a horror comedy. It's an hour and 42 minutes. And you can find it for free on YouTube. So... There you go. Right, it's got 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 4.6 out of 5 on Amazon.ca, and 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. 86% of Google users like this movie. Uh, description on YouTube reads, or not YouTube, uh, Google. A case of contaminated alcohol has a debilitating effect on the vagabonds haunting the streets and junkyards of Brooklyn. The initial release for this movie was January 1987. Uh, the director is J. Michael uh, Murrow, who's also one of the, the screenplay, and this is a writer as well. Also, apparently on IMDb, he's also known for being part of the 2004 movie uh, Crash, where he was a cinematographer. He was uh, in the camera and electrical department for the 2004 movie The Chronicles of Riddick. Also, according to uh, IMDb, for Street Trash, uh, he was also part of the camera electrical department as well. And same for The Abyss from 1989. I've never watched it. I've heard other people talk about it, and I've heard um, it be mentioned on various podcasts. But I've never actually personally watched that one. I might add it to my watch list at some point. Uh, but yeah, another writer was uh, Roy Frumkiss. Uh He was the writer for the 1996 Substitute movie. He was the writer for the 2003 The Sweet Life. Uh, he was also the writer for Document of the Dead from 1980. And apparently he's listed as the writer for Street Trash that's coming out next year, 2024. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I'd be up for a remake. I, I heard mentions of them remaking this movie, but that's as far as it went. Uh, I haven't heard anything else since then. So hopefully it happens. It'd be cool if it does, but you know, I'm not going to hold my breath just yet, just in case it doesn't happen. Uh, the tagline, things in New York are about to go down the toilet. Because if you guys haven't seen this movie before, the iconic uh, poster for it, or VHS cover, whatever it might be, the image that I always see is we just see this messy toilet, and then I believe there's like a hand, for the most part, just like severing out of it, and this yellow goose, and we see the body getting sucked down the toilet, because if you drink this stuff, you pretty much melt away. Uh, apparently there's a goof when Wendy arrives at the junkyard, in a white blouse and darker skirt but seconds later she is called to the office and is dressed in a blue singlet and white skirt so you know sometimes that stuff happens you know you, you get dressed up in one take and then in another take you're in something totally different and they just forget to you know fix it because why would we fix it it's a 1980s movie it's fine i like finding these goose like that anyways as always if you guys don't want to be spoiled feel free to pause the movie or the podcast here go watch the movie but if you do that you're probably not going to want to come back to the podcast so hopefully you just stick out the podcast and listen to me rant about the movie and we'll go from there so yeah rant to the movie we go. presents saturday night at the movies the television series which each week brings you the finest in recent motion pictures tonight i don't need this are you tired of the same old routine my wife my busting baby. your hump and getting nowhere this just ain't my day the boss is he always on your back? Nice, ass belongs in your chair, not in your lap, which is where you keep trying to put it. You bastard! The wife. You know? And the kids. Is that right? They never listen. I hate to see him pissing his life away in them goddamn computers. Do you ever feel like forgetting the whole thing? You think I got it easy? Well, now you can. I'm talking about life! Drop out and join the ranks of the few. The filthy. 
trash. <laughs> I got my own place, a condominium. Where else can you live for free? And eat for even less? Well, be forewarned. Freedom has its price. Yes, there's always a snake in the Garden of Eden. What you got for me today? Today? Ten to fly viper. One buck. Here's to you, pussy. <laughs> Don't drink my viper. Watch. <laughs> Street trash. It's easy to find us. We're all over the place. Street trash. Movie just jumps right into a black screen with the Street Trash logo coming up. Nothing special about this logo, but nonetheless, I still like the simplicity of it. And then we see this old liquor store just in the middle of nowhere. We see some cardboard and stuff blowing around. And it's not even open at the point. Like, the gates are all closed on it, and the camera just keeps zooming in closer and closer to it. Till we come to the, the parking-only sign that's on the wall. And then the intro credits start to roll. Then we see a guy throwing out some garbage as this homeless guy is down behind the garbage can reading a book. And then once the guy throws the garbage in the garbage can walks back into the building the homeless guy actually follows him into the liquor store through the back door i believe the homeless guy's name is fred i'm not 100 sure anyways he follows the guy back into the office and the guy farts and the homeless guy is grabbing a beer bottle and then the guy's like oh you give me back that ball and then they start chasing each other well not chasing each other the guy who works at the liquor store starts chasing the homeless guy through this like shipping container yard or tractor trailer yard he really wants that bottle of booze back and, like you could probably just mark that bottle of booze off it's no big deal it's just one single bottle and he says uh i believe fred is running through he actually causes someone to crash their car into another car he's like oh shit i'm going to get blamed for that too now damn it so now we have two people chasing the homeless guy for a single liquor bottle sure the one guy's chasing him because he wants like his i don't know what he's expecting to get out of the homeless guy other than kick his ass Probably. That's the only thing that the guy who crashes his car is going to be able to do. Then the homeless guy runs around the corner and he gets cornered by the guy. He's like, I want my money. And he's like, you got insurance, right? And then out of nowhere, an escape ladder from the balcony for a fire exit comes down. He's like, oh shit, I'm going to climb up this. He starts climbing up it as a family's coming out of their home or apartment that's on fire. And then he jumps into a ram apartment where two people are naked getting it on. And he starts yelling, come on, building's on fire, come on. And he gets them out of bed and he steals their watch and whatever's on the, the dresser. So then the homeless guy is using that as a diversion to run out of the apartment building with everyone else. And then he runs around a corner and we see a garbage truck moving. And then he decides to jump in the back of the garbage truck, opens that bottle of booze he's got and starts drinking he's like ah, i'm safe now as i hide in the back of the garbage truck it's like no you're not because then the door starts to close and you left your money inside the garbage truck now as it drives away he tries chasing after it but the truck's too fast for him apparently Oh, he's just too tired. One of the two. Let me see one of the guys I was chasing the homeless guy. He's like, excuse me. He's in a junkyard. He's like, they, they took my collection money at the collision yard. And this, like, Mad Max looking guy gets up out of his throne. He's like, I'm going to kill him. Or something along those lines. He doesn't say kill him. Just, I think he said something about taking a sliver out of his ass. I don't know. 
Let me see this Ram guy working through some kind of basement. I'm not sure if he's in the liquor store basement. I'm assuming he is in the liquor store basement. But he's like, pulls off this one board off this wall because he just knew it was there. Pulls out the board. Then he sees a wooden crate inside. So he pulls it out. And then he takes the hay off the top of it. And a bunch of Viper liquor inside. He's like, hmm, I wonder what this stuff is. Hmm. And he's looking at the bottle. He's like, wow, this stuff about 60 years old. I can sell this stuff. This stuff, no, no problem. Apparently, Ed is the guy who was in the basement because then Fred comes up, up to the glass door. And Ed puts a sign up on the door in front of his face. And then Fred, Fred comes like, ah, you just want my money. It's fine. I understand. So then uh, Ed tries to sell him some of this new Viper alcohol. And then this one guy comes in on a wheelchair. And he's got no legs. And he falls off his wheelchair. And the owner gets all freaked out. He's like, ah, you got to watch what you're doing. Can't be doing that. And then he goes over to him. And Fred steals something off the counter and takes off. He's like, ah, I forgot my wallet. He's the owner is yelling at the guy with no legs. He's like, get off the ground. Come on, get back in your wheelchair. Come on. You're fucking up my business. Come on, let's go. Then we cut and see this, like, intersection where these homeless guys are trying to wash like people's windows and breathing on them and spitting on them trying to wash and then this other couple comes up and like hey make 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 the light please make the light before it turns red and of course he doesn't make the light and then this big macho guy uh bronson who's like the leader of the junkyard pretty sure he was the guy at the beginning on the throne he starts pushing on the car and the lady starts freaking out it's like ah he's touching the car he's touching the car so the guy puts down his window he's like so uh how's it going there sir you doing good i just got a bow tie on just looking like a nerd and your girlfriend's like get him away from the car get him away from the car and the guy's like hey uh there's a spot right here can you get that spot so then bronson pulls the driver out of the car and literally smashes him through the windshield let me see uh fred sitting there with another homeless guy and Wizzy's the guy who got was at the junkyard earlier telling Bronson that the money got stolen and he's like standing down the sidewalk pretty much and he's just listening to the conversation but yet they don't really realize he's there but you know he's standing out in broad daylight but you know it's fine so while Fred is talking to Stevie or whatever that guy's name is he's actually picking his pocket and steals the viper out of Fred's pocket. He's like, I haven't had a decent bowel movement in a while. As he's like trying to get all close to him, call him. He's like, ah, get the, get away from me, stink man. So then the homeless guy takes off and goes down the alleyway. And Fred's feeling his pocket. He's like, hey, I got I got robbed. And then next thing you know, we see Wizzy jumping Fred and trying to find the money and starts you know, kick him in the back. He's like, ah, you're a dumb prick, and just walks away. So then we cut to the other guy who stole the booze out of Fred's pocket. He walks into his place. Even though it's just a door with some bricks around it because the rest of the building's all gone. He shuts the door, some bricks fall down, and he goes into his little sitting room, which is a toilet, sits on it, and this is where we have our iconic scene. He takes the lid off, takes some of the Viper alcohol, his tongue goes blue, and then he starts to melt on the toilet. And he's like melting into different blues and greens and yellows and purples. And we literally see him getting sucked down into the toilet as he's trying to grab the old school toilet as like the pole string up in the ceiling almost to try and help to to try and save himself from getting flushed down the toilet. You know, I'm assuming that was just, you know, the toilet's not active anyways. So it's not like it's going to make him actually get flushed. But we see him melt through the whole toilet, which I think is one of the best scenes in this whole movie. Because we're just watching the melting effects and all the different colors just make it pop so much because it's such a dull color, like color-wise movie. Like it's a bunch of grays and stuff and that. So then we, we cut back into the toilet and we just see his hand holding onto that that string. And then we just see this 
slime monster sitting in the toilet. And it's just like a face bobbing up and down. Then we cut to this random spot where this lady Wendy's sneaking in through this broken down car in the junkyard. And she's climbing on top of this guy who's sleeping. I'm not sure his name yet. But like the guy's streaming, having a nightmare. And she's like getting on top of him. And he's like barking and growling. And apparently he was having a dream of two dogs getting it on in his front yard. And then his brother told him to run. And then next thing you know, he's getting humped by the dogs. And I have no idea what the point of this was. But all right. Then the PA system starts going off and someone's yelling for Wendy because Wendy's not where she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be the secretary in this office of the scrapyard, but she's not there. And then we find out it's uh, Frank Schneiser who's yelling for her, who's also played by Pat Ryan, who's known for being in a bunch of the trauma movies as the mayor. So that's a nice little tie in there. And she starts coming in. She's like, you know what? Yeah, my, my ass does belong in the chair, not on your lap like you always try to put it. Yeah, you creep. And then Wendy and Frank get into an argument because apparently in this junkyard or scrapyard, whatever it might be, they have a bunch of orphans living inside the scrapped cars because they don't have anywhere else to live because they're like the younger group of homeless people. And so they start bickering back and forth he's like i don't pay you to babysit so if you want to come back and read them a story on sunday go right ahead while you're not working then we had this one homeless guy going into the alcohol shop to sell him viper he's like you know i bet at everything i bet at my wife my kids i got married in this suit and the guy's like come on just buy your alcohol and go and he after this little rant he buys the alcohol the viper and leaves and the, guy, the old guy's getting all pissy at the clerk being like ah, get a job I'm the one that sold you just the alcohol. I do have a job. Well, what are you doing? Then that same guy's walking down the street and he walks past uh, ambulance and some other stuff. And Bill the cop, that's his name, grabs the guy. He's like, hey, you ran the junkyard? You know, someone got iced around here. Do you know anything about it? And the homeless guy's like, come on, I can't tell you anything because Bronson's going to find out. and He's going to kill me. He's like, I'm not scared of Bronson. You find me some information. You come back here tomorrow. I mean it. And then he's ranting as he's going up the fire state into like a fire exit balcony area. He's like, you know, I got beat. I got dragged down the stairs. Not a cop in sight. I spit on the sidewalk and the cops are all over me and he's up on this balcony uh, area and he's it looks like his spot where he stays because there's like a, uh, a bed well not a bed it's like a, a sleeping bag and some pillows and stuff and that cat comes out to come visit him he's like hey look cat look what i got i got some viper and he's like here's to you pussycat as he just starts to down the whole bottle of viper and he starts to melt and the cat's just watching him like hmm wonder what's happening to him as we just hear him screaming and we see yellow chunks hitting the sidewalk below him because it's one of those metal balconies so it's just the bars going across so he's just seeping through the bars and then we have some random people walking down the sidewalk and they look down it's like oh i wonder what that stuff is hitting the ground there and then one guy looks up and he gets it right in the face and then he starts freaking out and he starts running and then bill kind of like tackles him to the ground a little bit and he's like hey come on man you gotta, gotta relax and then we just see it's jack and his face is melting this is another very iconic image for this movie we just see this guy with yellow slime all him as his face melting and apparently in the credits it's uh roy frumpkis is listed as the melted businessman which i believe might be this guy you know he's also the uh other writer for the movie and then we see him laying down now on the ground as he's melting away and a bunch of other people are yelling at bill for not doing the job he's like why don't you do your job why don't you actually you know solve this and get him help it's like he's smoking i don't know what else you want me to do his face is literally melting off of his body lady what do you want me to do to help him then bronson's like sitting in his throne with a lady climbing all over him one of his slaves or whatever and then we see wendy walking out feeding one of the other bums that apparently lives with him and he gets all pissed off he's you know has his arms you know folded tight you know closed he's like i'm number one uh this is my junkyard even though you know 
Friskins or Frank Neiser actually owns it. I don't know why he doesn't get the cops, you know, get the guys out of his, you know, property. But I guess, you know, he Bronson's just that scared of a man. And then we see Fred walking through the junkyard and he talks to Wendy. He's like, hey, Wendy, leave my younger brother alone, okay? Because apparently it's the whole family. And Wendy gets all pissed off. She's like, you know fine i'm not even going to help you out i'm just going to leave now because i'm not dealing with this crap apparently fred's younger brother has some money because he helped out mario with some cars in the junkyard and fred the other guy that's been hanging around him he's like hey just give me the three of those dollars and i'll get us some chicken and we'll fry it up tonight on the barbecue and fred's like i don't think i trust that food at all i did notice when fred and his little brother go back into the little hiding area where they got beds set up behind fred's little brother's bed area there's a hulk bus and a spider-man bus i don't know what they are they might be piggy banks most likely but they look cool as hell and i just noticed that for the first time ever i know i haven't noticed that before in any of the other watchings of this movie then we see bert trying to sneak into a grocery store being all like i'm no homeless guy i'm just a hard-working man as he's walking with his hands behind his back not looking where he's walking he literally walks into a whole chip bag display and knocks the whole thing over and gets up and like hmm, i don't see that i don't know where that came from and this weird music just starts to play as we see him walking through the grocery store grabbing random items and putting them in his pocket of his jacket yeah in the front of his pants and we just hear sometimes we just hear them like the item just dropping quickly like it's through a zip line almost then Ole sees Bert his stuff and what I'm assuming is packages of chicken down his pants. I guess he's got his pant legs tucked into his boots. And then he starts dropping stuff out of his pants. And the lady's like, I'm going to go tell the manager on you. He's like, ah, go ahead. I don't care about you, old lady. And of course, the uh, manager comes over. He's like, hey, brother, how's it going? Can you tell me when this food expires, please? And he's like, uh, what are you doing with all that chicken in your pants? And then they zoom down to his, his feet. And it's like, ah, look, you got some chicken hanging out of your pant leg. Bert thought he was going to be all funny and sneaky because he picked up a receipt that fell out of a lady's pocket. And he's like, yeah, see, I already paid for all this stuff. See, look at the receipt. And the guy looks at the receipt. He's like, that's all dog food. What about all the chicken that's falling out of your pants? And he's like, let me see that receipt. Oh, so it is dog food, huh? And I mean, like, Bert goes on a rant after being, like, questioned about being a, a thief. And I can't say most of the stuff that he says in the movie. So if you want to listen to it. You got to put on the movie yourself. And then at one point, he's walking through the cash, and he gets a paper bag put on his head, and then he walks right through the front window of the store and just walks away. Then we see Bill the cop in, like, the science lab as we're looking over what's left of the guy who went through the toilet. He's like, oh, what, what could this be, like, the fire jelly? And the scientist is like, uh, napalm? He's like, yeah, yeah, that stuff. And then some young guy comes in and starts talking to Bill the cop. He's like, I need some questions. I need some answers. He's like, well, you can't talk to this guy because he's dead. But Bronson, he's the head guy. Apparently, he was a hitman back in and he's all fucked up because of it apparently that's the backstory which makes sense because at one point we had a girl on his lap and a, a residential plane whatever it's not like private jet or anything or military jet flies over he's like yeah military coverage yeah okay okay dude you're a little crazy you're a little crazy i get it then we have some more facts to reassure the whole nom aspect because we see bronson and his group in the scrapyard they got a little campfire going you know you know roasting some marshmallows and bronson's going on about his you know past and how he was pinned down and how women and children are being killed and all this other stuff that doesn't matter to me personally then it goes on about an outstanding chow and starts laughing and screaming and freaking out like a maniac let me see bert and fred and his little brother sitting around the corner around the corner playing some cards in their own little hiding spot and apparently bert's been you know aging some whiskey for the last five years and fred's like i don't drink anything that i can't identify so i'm not touching that kind of crap also they're they're sipping this whiskey that's been brewing for about five years it also looks like it's coming out of the container that holds your 
your windshield washer coolant inside your, your engine bay. So I'd see it vaguely. You know, the, the copy on YouTube is in the grayest. I'm sure it's like a VHS rip of some sort. It says it's 4K, but I don't believe it is. Uh, who knows? Then we have uh, Bronson having a very bad nom dream as everything's lit up in blue lights and we have the uh, people, the enemies coming at him. And I'm not sure if it's him fighting or like if it's a younger version of him that's all clean shaven stuff. But we see some Vietnamese people come with their, you know, stereotypical hats and everything on. And when it's coming from their point of view, it's blue lighting for some reason. And then when it's his point of view, everything's kind of like red lighting. And then we see some explosions and it's just him screaming as he's having this bad dream. Well, Bronson then wakes up from his dream but still thinks he's in the dream so then he grabs a ram grenade that he has sitting at his spot he pulls the pin and throws it and next thing you know it blows up in the junkyard and fred's little brother wakes up and all we hear is bronson yelling who's on watch who was on watch who's on watch Apparently, Fred never sleeps because then we cut to Fred, who's outside of uh, Ed's uh, liquor store, knocking on the glass as all the lights are off, being like, hey, you in there? You in there? I want a drink. You in there? Huh? And then Fred walks in this random alleyway where he sees a girl bent right over, puking her brains out completely drunk like a skunk and she starts grabbing him and being like nikki take me home he's like okay i'll take you home and she goes how about she's how you know she's really in the mood for doing some stuff he's like come on don't get your puke on me though okay i'll take you home don't worry i don't don't worry though well, let's just make it home first though then we see this valet guy who's watching the front door and this business guy comes up hey look at you you're not paying attention doing your job did you see someone you know take the lady from the alleyway that i was with and he's like, no, no, I didn't see anything at all. I, you know, I just swear to God, I just, I just came out here to get some fresh air. Apparently, this guy is Mr. Duran, who's like the big shot in New York. He's like a big boffy guy who walks with a cane. You know, he probably doesn't need it at all. He just wants to hit somebody with it. I'm not sure how far they've been walking or how close the junkyard is to where this lady came from. But like next thing we know, we see Fred carrying this lady, not like essential carrying, but he's got his arm wrapped around her and she's holding on to him. And they're in the junkyard as we see a bunch of other guys just like running around inside the junkyard as well like they're like oh fresh mean fresh mean and of course they get you know ready to get busy on the bed and fred's younger brother kevin wakes up and he's like kevin get out of here throws his, the girl's shoe at him and he's like yes close door when you're on your way out and as he's going out kevin looks around he's like oh yeah look there's a bunch of uh you know the homeless people all around and they're they're watching and i guess they might be getting off to it i don't really know what's going on at this point in time and we're just gonna you know come back when we're not watching something this weird i guess the whole movie's weird but i can't talk about this scene because i don't want to get like blast blacklisted or anything I, li I like doing the podcast uh, i like having you know subscribers then we see one of the other homeless guys walking down. I, I forget which one this is, to be honest with you. But then he gets surrounded by, a, a, like, a punk group that start pouring gas on him, start, you know, throwing him around, tossing him around. And then out of nowhere, Bill the Cop shows up in a, well, almost looks like an ice cream truck, but it's supposed to be a police truck. <laughs> it's just... Uh, it looks like a, a mixture between an ice cream truck and like a UPS truck, to be honest with you. And they grab the guy and throw him into the back to, you know, question him about what's going on in the area, apparently. But then they throw him in the back of this truck and it's full of other homeless people and maybe some prostitutes and whatever else. God knows what else. And then they just start driving off. And then we get a better shot of it because, like I said, it's not the great 
Greatest shot. Um, it's actually all other girls. Just all, I'm assuming, ladies of the night, apparently. Because he's like, oh, I must be in heavy. Heaven. Heavy. Oh, boy. I can't talk tonight. But yeah, he's like, yeah, I must be in heaven. And everyone's like, oh my god, it stinks so bad in here. Can you please take a shower, please? What the hell stinks so bad? And uh, Bill the cop grabs him through like the window between the cab and the back. And he's like, I need some information on Bronson. And he's like, nah, nah, I'm not giving you any information. Don't want no shower. Don't want anything at all. And then he froze him back. And I guess once the homeless guy hits the ground in the back of the, the truck, he starts pissing himself so all the girls start freaking out. So then Bill's cop's like, ah, screw it. We're giving him a shower. Next thing we know, this homeless guy is waking up in the back of a station wagon but he's fully showered and clean so now he's gonna look like an outsider and then we see frank Sch schneiser trying to get on with uh, wendy as he's like getting on top of her as she's on this recliner chair that has wheels and they're rolling around he's like i'll give you a five dollar bonus He's like, is that all you think I'm worth? And then he starts shaking and makes some weird sounds. And then he literally just, I don't know if he has a heart attack and dies right on top of Wendy. As she's pinned down on the chair. And then the phone starts ringing. And she starts smacking him on the back. Being like, please don't die on me. Please. And then she's like, oh, please don't stop. As she's trying to reach for the phone as it's ringing. And then Snyder's like, oh, you don't want me to stop, all right? I'll, I won't stop at all. And she's like, you asshole. I thought you had a heart attack and died on me. He's like, well, you could chew your way out if you wanted to. And then she, uh, Schneider walks for his junk car. He's like, oh, I got multi-million dollar business here. Nobody loves me. And I got, you know, daycare I'm running here because all these people are in my yard. And he looks over and sees one bigger guy standing beside a van. And he's like, who are you? And he's like, ah, oh, really nice day, huh? He's like, get the hell out of my yard. And then he, I think he goes like to the edge of his property that has the water connected to it. And he's having a smoke. And he looks over to the side. And we see a lady uh, face down naked and dead. And it's the lady from the alleyway. And he's like all shocked. And he's like, hmm, actually, you know what? And then he goes down to go uh, check on her, let's say. How are the hell are they going to remake this movie for 2024? Are they going to cut out a lot of things? Because a lot of things are not going to be very, uh, you know, uh, friendly for viewers. And in this culture we live a lot of people are going to hate this movie nowadays. Let me see Fred just walking through the junkyard. He goes over to uh, Bronson's area and then next thing we know bronson like tackles him frozen down to the ground and then it's choking him and has a knife at his throat he's like you owe me money and then on the other side of this wall this guy's taking a leak relieving himself and bronson just grabs it and rips it off which then we hear the guy screaming and we see schneiser standing up and zipping up his pants because we can just assume what he was doing too and then the movie gets really weird because bronson then you know chucks the guy's member and then the big guy who was told to leave the yard grabs the member and starts running with it and the guy who lost this member is chasing after him be like hey he's got my property and then this other guy grabs the member and kicks it to this other guy he's like yeah yeah over here over here i'm free and like they're playing hot potato with this guy's member and then out of nowhere fred jumps up and intercepts the member and then he gets tackled by two guys and so he tosses the member and then the crazy lady picks up the member <sighs> It's weird. And then Bronson notices that she has the member, so then he gets all pissed off, being like, mm, why you got that? So then she tosses the member, and we see it flying in the air as this guy is running up this car to jump and grab it as he lands in a puddle. And then uh, Schneider's just looking on at me like, what the hell's going on here? So then the guy who has his member ripped off has it in his hand as he's trying to get into a tax cab. And the tax cab driver's like, hell no, no way. And then next thing you know, we see him hanging on the back of a school bus as all the kids are screaming. Then we see Duran, who's at the police station now. Apparently, he just identified his dead girlfriend. And he's there with the 
the doorman, I guess. And he's like, ah, oh, you're lucky, kid. You're lucky this cop's here with the gun. Because you know how long you survive if the guy, the cop wasn't here with the gun? You'd be dead. And Bill comes in the question and be like, hey, come on, Duran. I know you're uh, a big guy. How about you leave the job to me? Don't take it out on the streets. He's like, I'm not a violent man, man at all. Duran's like, yeah, I'm not a violent man at all. Yeah. And then the the butler guy or the chauffeur guy's like, I don't believe him. You know, you know, he had some guys waiting for me to go make me, yeah, yesterday's meal. And Duran's like, yeah, look at this kid. He's got diarrhea of the mouth again. Such a problem with this kid. And then the kid starts running his mouth to Duran, be like how everyone calls him a dickhead and all this. And Bill keeps trying to be like, hey, kid, the kid. And the kid just keeps going and going. He's like, hey, kid, uh, I can't protect you 24-7. You know that, right? So if he gets you and kills you, that's your own fault. Just so you're aware of that, okay, kid? So then we see Fred using a washroom public washroom of some sort and then this other guy comes in a fancy suit and they look at each other's area and the guy's like hey do you think you do two things at once and fred's like yeah i think so why he's like well guess what there's a hit out for you for that lady you took so then fred quickly grabs the guy's zipper and zips up his member i guess and fred runs out of the washroom and then bill the cops just happens to be there and then the other guy runs out with a gun he's like bill's like you got permit for that he's like uh not really and then a fight ensues and i'm not sure if bill just knocks the guy out or kills him because the next thing we know we see bill grabbing the guy by the, his pants and dragging him into the washroom and leaving him at the urinal where bill then forces himself to puke and vomits on the back of the guy's head we come to find out that fred was just using the washroom and the scrapyard because the one of the buildings you can just go in the scrapyard and then i guess anyone can just use the washroom in the scrapyard because it's in the giant you know factory and then next thing we see schneider running after bill and he's like guys so there's some sperm or semen found in the uh the dead body and it's some you know homeless people from here uh schneider's like so uh can they tell whose uh you know semen was in the body or do we know is, is that something we can figure out or is that something you're gonna figure out i'm just, i'm just curious just asking and uh, kevin comes over to talk to fred he's like so what was that all about he's like ah it's just a good will humor people wondering if i wanted a footsicle and then fred starts getting pissed off he's like you know it's not your duty to you know butt into my business and see what i'm doing okay you're my little brother just leave me alone and then fred's like you know what you give me a meeting in life kevin that's to get you the hell away from me then we see bill the cop you know exploring the junkyard a little bit because he saw that duran was you know waiting outside he's like you know i'm gonna stay here just keep an eye on things essentially and he's walking through the junkyard he comes to bronson's area and hears some growling underneath a, a towel so he picks up the towel and then next thing you know it's just bronson's girlfriend being all weird and stuff and then bronson comes out of nowhere and stabs bill the cop in the back and then a fight ensues at one point bill the cop picks up bronson's girlfriend and literally chucks her like the hulk would and then next thing we know we see Br you know bill trying to get the spike or whatever out of his back and he's still fighting off bronson like it's no big deal but then out of nowhere uh bronson gets a drive shaft and just starts beating bill with it and then just like a backwards spin kick to knock him to the ground and then bronson starts choking out bill and we slowly see the life start to uh, fade from bill's face and then his arms start to fall to the ground and then he just rolls over on his stomach and he's dead then we see Fred going back to whatever the liquor store is. He's like, here's your money. Give me my booze, okay? I'm having a really bad day. Got a bounty hunter after me. You know, I got a cop up my butt. And, you know, I'm just having a really bad day. He's like, ah, I don't care. Take your booze and go. I don't care about your shit. Then we see that really big guy that was hiding in this, the scrapyard drinking some Viper. And he starts shaking and he sits down. And we see him starting to bloat. And he's not melting like everyone else has been. He's actually getting bigger and bigger as time goes on. 
Then out of nowhere, as uh, Fred's getting ready to open his bottle of Viper, he starts farting, all this toxic gas starts coming out. And Fred's like, oh, what the, what's that? And he goes over to check the guy. And that's when we see him, you know, starting to blow up like a balloon. And Fred runs away to try and get to cover. And as he's running to jump away to get to cover, the whole guy's body just explodes and blood and guts and everything just flies all over the place. And then Fred's like, oh, oh, shit, better not drink this stuff. And then we see him, you know, running down the street with his Viper bottle in hand. And like, oh, I gotta warn somebody. So then Fred sees this freshly clean Wizzy who got stolen earlier and made to shower. Who's eating out of a dumpster now. And Fred's like, I'm going to just pretend like I'm drunk and insult Wizzy. So then Wizzy tackles and drops Fred to the ground. And then Bert comes over and grabs, because this was the whole plan. Fred wanted uh, Wizzy to come grab the alcohol so that... Wizzy would drink it so he could see Wizzy die. And then Bert's like, you know, I got your bottle back. And he's checking on Fred on the ground. And Fred's like, give him the bottle. Give him the bottle back. Let him have the bottle. Because I want him to have the bottle. Don't worry about it. And then Wizzy grabs a steel pipe and hits Bert in the back of the head. And drops him to the ground. And then steals the bottle back again. Then we see Wizzy with the bottle in hand. He's like, come on, Wizzy, don't drink my Viper. I need my Viper. I'm an alcoholic. I need my Viper. And he's like, oh, no. And then we see Wizzy start to drink the Viper. And, you know, he starts to change. And Fred starts laughing. Him, point him as Wizzy's like holding his face now and for a reason Wizzy starts well not for a reason but Wizzy starts to puke and then for whatever reason Fred decides to kick him in the stomach and he falls back a bit and then Wizzy's like chest and stomach start to open up and he starts like throwing some of his flesh at Fred and Fred has to like duck out of the way of it and then we see him up against the wall now and Wizzy's literally just melting up against this wall and there's all different purples and blues and other various colors and he's making some wall art so then Fred goes to run back to Ed the owner of the liquor shop he's like I got warned I got warned about this Stuff. And at this point, we see Ed opening one of the balls of Viper. And then by the time Fred shows up to the liquor store, we see Ed, you know, coming out of the liquor store as he's like spitting out this orange slime. And then we see orange slime coming out of his like pant legs. And Fred's just freaking out. He's like, come on, man, don't spit on me. Please don't spit on me. And we see now Fred is melting in the orange, very fucking bright orange, by the way. And then the camera just kind of spins around. We see more and more slime coming out of his face as he slowly starts to melt into the ground. And we see Bronson, he's cutting a knife uh with some wood i'm assuming or it could be a piece of bone for all we know it might be a piece of bone because he's having some vietnam flashbacks where he's cutting off his you know army buddy's leg to change that into a bone knife so maybe he's using one of uh Bill, you know, the cop's bones for all this. I really don't know, to be honest with you. Let me see one of the homeless guys coming over to Bronson and giving him a bottle of Viper and he's looking at it like, oh, okay. And then we cut to Kevin and Wendy talking. Wendy's talking about some stories about how she went to Coney Island. And then Kevin goes to feel her up and she's like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? And Bronson's girlfriend's Goes on about how he's so greedy and she steals the Viper ball out of his hand and he literally starts drinking it. And then she starts freaking out because then she starts bleeding from the chest and then she rips down her top and it's just green teal slime coming out and she literally puts her hand through her body as slime comes out all over, all over the place and she starts to melt and leak and bronze is just like oh what, what what's happening what's going on here what the fuck is happening and then we cut to another scene that i can't really talk about but uh just uh quickly you know apparently wendy takes uh kevin into the office to uh you know you can just assume from there what happens and literally as the fun is just about to start bronson breaks down the door and starts chasing kevin around the office 
office and then Kevin sneaks down their door and Bronson breaks down that door and then they're somewhere in one of the like scrapyard buildings and Bronson's on the hunt for you know Kevin because he's just pissed off then as Bronson's searching for Kevin he finds a random other homeless guy hiding in the building in this warehouse and he just literally stops him in the, the throat and he's like ah you're dead too because I don't like you now randomly and we just have the scene where we see uh Bronson just chasing Kevin through this factory, breaking down various pieces of walls. No cares at all to anything. He just wants death. Then Fred comes out of nowhere. He's like, don't worry, Kevin, I got Samuel. And throws a bottle of Viper at Bronson. And it hits him in the shoulder, like hits behind him on the wall and just kind of hits him in the shoulder a little bit. And then he starts to smoke a bit. He's like, what was that? This is nothing. So then Bronson starts chasing after uh, Fred, tackles him to the ground, starts smashing his head into the ground. And then Wendy comes out of nowhere and starts smacking Bronson in the back of the head. Then Bronson starts picking uh, Fred up to like choke him out. And then we see Kevin. He takes one of the the tanks for assuming the welder and literally hits the nozzle off. So it starts shooting and it shoots right at Bronson and literally takes his upper chest and head clear off and we just see the body drop beside fred and fred's freaking out like oh god what's what the hell's going on and then we see like the decapitated upper shoulders and head of bronson up against this this vehicle's bumper and wendy just jumps over being like oh that's kind of gross and the outro credits start to roll and then we see that ballet guy or whatever the chauffeur boy or doorman whatever he is he's all tied up in a chair and he's like ah oh, mr daniel i was just talking out my ass now i was just joking i thought everyone needed to laugh you know come on mr daniel i'm just bugging you i just play pulling your shame man don't worry about it and we see like two hitman guys behind him as well and Duran starts to sit down and be like yeah oh, you really pissed me off kid you really pissed me off you seem really nervous right now though huh and then the Duran gets up he's like well, what you know what I'm gonna do with this cane I'm not gonna hit you with it I'm gonna put it down your throat until it comes out your backside you know what that's what I'm gonna do with this cane you little prick and then we find out that the kid has some viper on him and he Duran's like I thought you guys searched him. what if this was a gun and then Duran drinks the alcohol and Lee starts melting in front of them he's like oh you prick you got me you prick and then the kid's like oh what's the matter you can't hold your liquor huh then as uh duran's melting away he's like nikki louie kill him and he's like hey you guys can't kill me i'm the new don here now he's dead he's i'm the new don here now and then that's how the movie ends and we get the full credits and it sounds like duran's singing <laughs> in the background but whatever uh but yeah this is a fun movie definitely highly recommend it uh on the rotten scale for me it's got good special effects i like the special effects in this movie a lot and I, I love the slime effect and i love how the melting effect brings so much more color into the movie because like i said the, the movie's like dull grays and browns and flesh tones and stuff like that so when you see the people melting it actually makes the scene pop a lot more and you can definitely tell the scene from the background and everything else so for this one i'm going to give 7.5 out of 10 definitely highly recommend it you should definitely watch it and like i said apparently it's getting remade in 2024 not sure how that's going to work out with a lot of the stuff that's done in this movie uh, a lot of stuff is not going to pass but uh you know it is what it is we'll see what happens if it ever does get made uh, i'm looking forward to it if it does i'll definitely uh give it a watch for the podcast which brings us to a next segment where we're going to pick the movie for next week where we're going to watch the 1985 film demons i know we've been watching a lot of the older movies in like the 80s so we'll probably maybe the week after jump into the 90s or maybe something even a little bit newer i've been wanting to rewatch the remake of the hitcher or hitchhiker i think it's just called hitcher uh it's blanking my mind now because it's one o'clock in the morning at this point in time as i'm getting done this podcast so yeah i've been wanting to watch that too but we're going to watch demons from 1985 should be a fun one I'm definitely looking forward to it and guess what you can find it on 
YouTube for free. Uh, there's a whole playlist of like almost 800 movies that you can watch for free, and I highly recommend checking it out because it's a great playlist. Uh, but anyways, as always, make sure to check out the outro band, trial-based horror band Blood Opera. Uh, I believe they got some new songs coming out here soon this month. I think they're dropping some new stuff, so definitely go check them out. Uh, you can find them on all social media sites: Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, probably Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Probably Threads as well. Uh, all their links will be down below. Also check out the Etsy shop that they have as well. Some pretty cool stuff. And as always, check me out on all social medias. Link will be down below. But find me on all social medias at Typhon Sign, uh, Twitter or X, whatever. Threads, Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok. And the main thing being the YouTube channel that we're pushing. Uh, we got the weekly gaming video coming out every Wednesday. We have various shorts coming out throughout the week. Uh, we have um, old episodes of the podcast, and we are going to get back into doing the live streams. I know I keep saying that. Uh, it's just time consuming and finding the right time to do it. But we are going to set something up. Uh, maybe we'll make it like every Thursday we'll do a live stream on YouTube. And we also have the Twitch channel as well. Uh, I haven't been streaming there this much this month because I've just been busy with art and everything. But we are getting back into that, and we'll probably be doing that like a couple hours a night. Maybe not every night, but we'll see what we can do. And yeah, make sure to follow all that stuff, subscribe. If you can, if you guys are listening on Spotify, give a star rating. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you know, give it an, an Apple review or whatever. And uh, any other sites that you're listening to, if you can review it or rate it, whatever, I appreciate that. If not, just hit that share button, share it with your friends, your colleagues, your, your co-workers, your enemies, your, your grandparents, anyone that might listen at all. Uh, share it with your enemies. Uh, I'm sure your pet might want something to listen to while you're at work all day, too. You know, I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Uh, until next time, I'll talk to you guys all later. Peace. Cause the leaves are turning Winter's coming and it's cold